I'm Ellie Cornell. I'm proud to have played Rachel Carruthers in Halloween 4 and 5. I'm so thrilled to be on the Don't Go There podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast, uh, powered by the Roll-Up Network. Uh, just want to thank our fans and listeners. I really appreciate all the support. Uh, super excited for the interview we have upcoming. Uh, we are joined by another legend of the business this evening. Known best for our starring role as Rachel Carruthers in Halloween 4 and 5, was most recently in Dead Reckoning, actor-producer Miss Ellie Cornell. Ellie, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Hi, good. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. This is awesome. Uh, we like to start all of our interviews out just by asking, what is it that got you into acting? Uh, you have a bit of a history with Bill Murray, if I'm correct. Um, yes, that's true. So I wanted to be an actor my my whole life, and um, I studied it in college, got a degree in theater arts, and moved to New York, waited tables in Atlanta, moved to New York with a pocket full of money so I could kick off my career. I got an agent, and in the process, of my New York, early New York years, um, I became friends with Bill through um, through a friend. She was dating his little brother. So Bill and I became friends and he introduced me to Shakespeare and Company, which is a professional Shakespeare company. And that really changed the trajectory of my career. So I was studying Shakespeare in the summer. Then my agent sent me to LA and I booked Halloween 4. So I really... Oh, it all to Bill. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> Does that make uh, sense? <laughs> I know it's 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 a nutty story, and no one would believe it, but it's true. We hung out for a while, and he was tremendous, just very very supportive, and um, yeah, super super good guy. Awesome. Uh, we just had the amazing Miss Kathleen Kenmon on uh, your co-star in Halloween Four. Oh, I love Kathleen. Yeah, oh, she, she was incredible. Uh, she talked about how fun the set was on that movie. Uh, I know your film debut was in Married to the Mob, but Halloween was your really your first starring role, I believe. Uh, Daniel Harris was in the same boat. Can you talk a little bit just about your experience making that movie, The Return of Michael Myers? Yes. So, okay, so back to Married to the Mob. That's actually one of the ones that Bill Murray brought me in on because he they were doing the casting, and I met Jonathan Demme, who directed it, oh, and okay. Bill took me in, and so that's how I got into Married to the Mob, which is great. So. Halloween 4, Danielle Harris and I spent almost the entire, um, the entire length of the shoot together um, on set in Salt Lake City. We had a lot, a lot of days. Half of them were night, sh night shoots and the rest were day shoots. And um, the whole cast got along famously. Sasha Jensen, I mean, Kathleen, it was just um, Dwight Little, who was our director, um, really made it a cohesive, fantastic way to work. Um, and especially when you're doing really long hours and you're going to the set when most people are going home for the day, it's, um, it's challenging and it takes a lot of, um, a lot of trust and hard work and the whole, um, just everybody was, 
fantastic. We all got along really, really well. And and that's rare. I mean, I th- I think I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> so funny is that Sasha and I. Okay, so after Halloween, uh, when it came out, I ran an ad in the trade in like Variety and Hollywood Reporter, just kind of thanking Dwight and the producers for casting me and Mustafa Akkad, thanking thanking them for casting me as Rachel Carruthers. And a casting person saw that ad because it had my picture on it, and they said, "There's our girl for." this after school special. So they cast, I got cast straight away in this ABC after school special. And who was my co-star? Sasha Jensen. I mean, what are the chances? <laughs> Isn't that weird? We got, wow, that's awesome. we're like, you gotta be kidding me. I know it was so cool. Anyway. That's fantastic. And, and, and I don't think I'm speaking out of place when I say that, you know, Halloween four is widely considered one of the best in the franchise. And, you know, you can really tell the writing from Alan McElroy, you know, really focused on that story and really trying to give it an arc that I think horror fans really appreciated and that's missing from a lot of horror movies. Uh, can you speak to that a little bit? Yep. Yes, 1,000%. And what I have found um, over the years of, um, you know, with horror fans and stuff is that they're, they're an intelligent bunch. And um, if you dumb down to the audience, they're onto you. And um, it's really doing the audiences a disservice by not giving them a great script. And um, I was so pleasantly surprised when I read Halloween four, I'm like, this is a real, you know, like, just like you said, the arc was really, was clear. You, you got behind the characters and they weren't, they weren't typical. Um, Right. That was the best, that was the best news of all was the fact that, because I mean, let's be honest. You, there's a lot of scripts out there that are not great, and um, we were we were all really, really lucky to to have gotten involved in this. And I think it helped relaunch the franchise, quite honestly, because as you know, Halloween three was really off the plot line, and the fans weren't ready to say goodbye to the whole storyline. So I think um, they very wisely, you know, kind of resurrected the whole storyline and, and got reinvested in it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've had we've had tons of people on the show from different franchises, but Halloween has always seemed to be one franchise that we've had a hard time, you know, having different people on. And we've had Sandy Johnson from the original, but you're the first one that I've been able to actually ask this question to. And I know you didn't get a lot of uh, screen time with him, but, you know, how was it working with the great Donald Pleasance? I mean, do you remember any experiences? I know. I I know it it was it was tremendous. And um, he was great. We worked together in both four and five and, um, he stayed at a different hotel. So it wasn't like we commingled outside of the, the working day, you know, he was, he was private, very private. And, um, obviously we were a very young cast. So we all hung out, um, when we could, you know, um, off the set, but he was just, you know, the quintessential professional. He arrived prepared and he wasn't a diva and he was gentle and sweet and respectful. I never once felt like he gave any of us attitude about about anything. He was just, he was lovely. And what a huge, huge honor that was to get screen time with him. It really was. Um, I know that there's an, a big, um, finally a coffee table book that someone in the UK is putting out about <clears throat> the career of, of Donald Pleasance. Cause 
boy, it was wide ranging and long. Right. So, um, right. so keep an eye out for that. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Um, last Halloween question. <laughs> I'm sure you, I'm sure you get them all the time. <laughs> um, but, uh, from what I understand, you know, they agreed to change Halloween five for you some, you know, once you read the script, can you talk yep. a little bit about that? Yes. Okay. So when you, I mean, this is so obvious, but when you do a franchise like Halloween, um, like I, I knew by reading Halloween four and then we shot it that my character lives through the end, which is really, really unusual. And same with, um, Daniel Harris's character, Jamie. Um, so of course we shot it. Everything's great. Um, Mustafa was very excited. The producers were very excited and Dwight was very excited. So it came time, um, to do the sequel and I got the script in the mail and I kind of sat down. I'm like, okay, where is it? It's got, where's the death scene? I just, you know, you just know it's coming down the pike because that's the formula, you know? Um, and already the script was a different flavor. Like it was, it just had a different sensibility to it. And, um, it was written that my character would get, um, scissors down the throat. And I just thought that that was, um, too graphic for, you know, she was like the girl next door, but there was a, I feel like there was a dignity to her. Like she was, you know, intelligent. She was a fighter. She was, Um, she would have done anything to protect Jamie. And I just felt like if they're going to take her out, then it needs to be in a more respectful way. So, um, so that was that. And they changed it for me. And it's funny because, sorry, my daughter's alarms going off, but, um, years later when they saw how well Halloween four did, um, Mustafa, I don't do many conventions, but I did see him at one. And um, I think it was the 30th anniversary, maybe, or the 25th. But he pulled me aside and said how sorry he was that um, that he killed off my character. Because he didn't realize after the fact that it would, you know, that the audiences would resonate so um, so well with her. So I thought that was really sweet. He didn't have to tell me that, you know. Right. That was sweet. Uh, uh after Halloween 5 and 89, you took a bit of a break from Hollywood before coming back in 98 with the comedy Free Enterprise. Uh, can you just talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. So I took a huge break to have a family and, um, um, you know, just have some time away from show business. And um, we um, had a house guest that le- that gave us a script and we fell in love with it. So um, we cast... Um, it was written for William Shatner. So we cast William Shatner in the lead role and he agreed to do it. And um, we shot free enterprise. It was really, really fun. It was um, a small independent film, but really well-written and um, you know, just lots of great, um, you know, cultural innuendos that only, you know, Trekkies would understand and things like that. It was just really fun. And he was amazing. Just so hardworking, so professional. Um, I mean, you're never quite sure what to expect when you have people of that stature on set, but he was fantastic. And um, yeah, we made a really fun little film. Anyway, yeah, I was lucky enough to uh, to meet Mr. Shatner two years ago when he came down to Pensacola. And, you know, you've always heard he all did? these things about him in the media. I, I, yes. And he was he's he was tremendous. I mean, he was very professional, like you said, and just was was super nice guy. I got nothing but great things. to yeah. say about him. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Same, and he was really funny and kind of self-deprecating. And um, yeah, no, I it was I felt again, I felt so I 
here's the thing. My, all the things that I've done, um, whether it's theater TV or film, I've been really, really lucky. It's been nothing but a, a crazy positive experience. So knock wood, I'm just super lucky. And we formed a production company after we made free enterprise and, um, the guys just kept making movies and they'd asked me to be in them. And so I said, sure, I'd love to. And so we shot a bunch of films in LA and, um, the last one I did, um, um, that we shot, it was originally called Alter Rock and they renamed it to, what did they rename it to? Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Dead Reckoning, which is actually a sailing term. So it's because a big part of it takes place on a boat, but anyway, that was really, really fun and a lot of work. And um, yeah, and that was cool because I had been cast to play. Um, there's an actor who I'm really great friends with named John Shea. And John had been cast to play um, the kind of the DA. And I was, no, no, originally he was cast to play the father of the lead. And they cast me to play his wife in a pretty small scene. I was thrilled to do it. And I went on a cruise with my family, my extended family. We were somewhere off the coast of Scandinavia, like Helsinki, like out in the middle of nowhere. And Andres Bartkowiak, who was the director of Dead Reckoning, called me at two in the morning and said, one of the leads had dropped out and would I take her place? So I'm like, oh my God, of course. Yes, I would be, I would be honored. I would be thrilled. And he said, you need to get to a port and come home. And I was like, you don't understand. I can't just stop the cruise ship and, and hop off. So needless to say, they pushed by a week. They pushed the schedule by a week. And um, I slipped in there and it was really, really fun. It was not what I expected at all in terms of, um, I don't know. I just thought I was going to play a little role and it ended up being bigger. And it was, it was a blast. Uh, you appeared in a terrific film, Room 6. You've worked with Michael Hurst a few times, including Femme Fatales. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience working with him? Oh, he's great. He's um, he's really creative, really energetic. He's um, he's scrappy. I would describe him at like he will get what he needs to get the shot. Um, I mean, if you've made movies, you understand like you're doing all night shoots sometimes and really. Right. Um, complicated locations. And um, I, he just worked really, really, really hard. He's one of the hardest working directors I've ever worked for. And we did a couple things together. And he was, it was always a really positive experience. Um, he was always open to suggestions and interpretations. And um, he was very, very collaborative. Collaborative, and, and he also kept a really tight set, which is good. You know, it's like... Um, he always surrounds himself with good with good people, which is you know makes for a much smoother filmmaking experience. So I've I heard about this and and I've got to ask you and you may not be able to talk about it. I don't know if, <laughs> if not we can skip it on. But um, there's rumors floating around that you know you had a directing project lined up where you would direct fellow horror legends and Heather Langenkamp, who we've had on the show and and is wonderful. And uh, and Daniel right. Harris, you know, in a movie called Prank. Uh, obviously, that never came right. to fruition. You know, is is that anything you can talk about? And and I wanted to ask you about directing. Something you, is that something you know you've wanted to 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 move more into? I have, I have an idea. 
okay, so that never came to fruition, but it was, that's okay. It was almost like a dress rehearsal. Like it got me into that frame of mind. Like, could I, could I do this? I don't know. I don't know if I could direct, but I definitely have an idea for a film I'd like to make. And um, I mean, the lead <laughs> happens, to, like I could definitely do the lead because it, because it fits the, the storyline. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to work on it and see what happens. But um, I can't say a whole lot more about it, but it's not, it's not horror. It's more like a psychological thriller. But it's hey, fun. We, it's fun to contemplate. Hey, hey, we like psychological awesome. thrillers too. Those are great. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, really, really fun. So it keeps coming up. Like I can't, it's like the idea is, is in there. I just need to really sit down and focus and see what, see what happens. But I don't, I don't know that I would direct it. That's, um, I mean, it seems like it would be a natural segue, but for me, it's a whole different language. And um, I really respect Danielle for having directed, but um, yeah, maybe, 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 <laughs> never say never. Absolutely. Never um, say never. What I really like to do is um, I'd like to do a play in New York and um, I think I'm working on um, a comedy of, of a friend of mine's in Brooklyn this fall, but um, we'll see. We'll see. So Hello. much to do, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and we're getting ready to wrap this interview up. Uh, but I just want to okay. ask you one quick fun question, if you don't mind, uh, before we have you plug anything, you, you know, you mentioned earlier that you did a few conventions. Uh, we always like to ask all of our guests. We started when we had Lisa Wilcox on and she's had great answers uh-huh. from Kane Hodder. Uh, he had some of the best answers. Uh, what's the most memorable experience you had at a convention, whether it be weird or funny okay, or right. heartfelt, right, sincere? I, 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 no, I can absolutely answer this. Okay, and this is this may not translate. I don't know, but I'll just tell you because I think about it a lot, and it still makes me laugh. So, <laughs> okay, so we had a packed house. It was a Halloween convention. We had cast and crew up on the stage like everybody like we had stuntmen we had Dwight we had Danielle I think Kathleen was definitely there I'm not sure Sasha was there but it was a full panel full room right and (laughs) someone raised you know you never know what questions you're going to get they are sometimes they are so random right so someone said to me or someone said to the to out loud like to the whole panel I wonder, okay, remember this, the, there was a scene in Halloween 4 where Sasha is on the stairwell and Michael Myers is coming up the stairs and Sasha's character is, Brady is just screwed. Like, and Michael Myers takes the rifle or, you know, the gun and kind of, you know, does him in with it, right? And right. so someone raised their hand and they said, I wonder what kind of gun that was. Like, <laughs> who cares, right? So right. they asked the question. And I just, raised my hand and I said it was a, a Mossberg 500 with incendiary shells. And everyone was like, Woo! <laughs> I don't know, they, were, they were so impressed that I knew what kind of gun it was. And to be honest, I have no idea what kind yeah. of gun it is. That's the only gun I've heard of because I had to use one in House of the Dead. Oh, okay. That the Israeli army provided to me. It was a Mossberg 500 with incendiary shells. But it was just like, it was just the perfect answer, you know, to a random question. You're going to get a random answer. I don't know. That's it. 
it's even funnier that nobody knew it was wrong. Everybody was like, yeah. I know. I know. Everyone's like, wow, that Ellie, she is so smart. Anyway. I was just going to ask if there was anything else you wanted to plug uh, for our audience. Uh, you know, COVID not seemingly going away anytime soon. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug in this wait and see kind of life we have right now? Um, I have exciting stuff happening in my in my life life and my artistic life. It's too early to tell. I really want to shoot a show with my with my best buddy in Brooklyn. So we'll see. I think the time is right. Um, otherwise, um, let's all just stay calm and and I don't know, stay kind. I'm I'm really into kindness. <laughs> um, Amen. So, seen any of um, Rob Zombie's interpretations? Should I? I probably should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's what I'll here's say. The and the, They're totally yeah. different. So just go into the go into them expecting something totally different. Well, I just I'm lucky for that reason too because I feel like uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, which started to push the envelope and Halloween were like the last of their kind where before it got really wackadoozer, you know, before right. Saw came along and then it got darker and darker and darker. Right. So I think that's also what appeals to people about um, Halloween is that it's um, at least prior to them getting really kooky is that, you know, there was a simplicity to them, you know, kind of like old, almost like old fashioned fright. Um, anyway, I'm flattered that you asked me to join. That was super fun, you guys. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Stay safe and stay sane. You too. Thank you. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.